Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, helping you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. It's all right here for you with this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. Remember to visit us online, too, at besteveryou.com. And now here's your host, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. That sounds all fancy. (laughs) Sorry about that. It's just me. Sorry to disappoint, but what a heck of an intro. We've had that intro now, Chris. Uh, With me is Chris Fuller, by the way. She's the CEO of Your Life Sparkles. And then we have done this. um, We've just been collaborating since... January in the best way we can possible from being just about as far apart as you could possibly be, maybe geographically, right, Chris? I don't know. At least in this continent. Yes, yes. And hello, everyone. Hi, it's Chris. Chris Fuller here with Elizabeth. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. And And, uh, I'm on the, I'm closer to the West coast over here near um, Vancouver in Seattle. And you tell us where you are. I think most people know, but that'll give them an idea. I'm in Maine, Canada-ish, on the other side of the country. So we, we, you know, we're we're here, and um, it's you know, I haven't done a radio show for a while because the summer has been so absolutely gorgeous here. My office has literally been like a hundred degrees and not in radio show format. So um, we've been out in the pool, and it's really hard to host a podcast from the pool. <laughs> so here we are. It's. Uh, it's a it's a more uh, it's a cooler day here in Maine down in the 70s and um, and here we go so we're here today to talk about our journal we we collaborated and co-authored uh, best selling it's I'll say this right right an Amazon best selling number one new release and it's been trending. Yes. It's been trending everywhere in all sorts of categories on Amazon in the bestseller categories. It's called Best Ever You, 52-Week Journal to Your Bravest, Boldest You by me, by Chris, and then the illustrations are by Sally Huss. Do you uh, you want to take it from there and tell us more about it? Yeah, that sounds great. Obviously, as you say, Elizabeth, we collaborated on this, and it was you know, looking back, it's just kind of mind-boggling to me for so many things because we just had transition, the weight of the world, just it was such a helter-skelter. Like when I look back and look at us publishing and getting this journal out, I think, how did I manage to do that in my 2020? <laughs> that just feels unbelievable. Um, but one of the things about collaboration, you and I, is that little bit of drive. And with us, it's like respectful and friendly and loving. And the way we drive each other is just really resonates with me. Like I, so I thank you for that. I thank you for your patience, love and your continual encouragement um, on on my side of things, because I know I really could not have done it without you. So thank you. Number one. Oh, (laughs) Oh yeah. And I could not have done this without you. I think, I think that you know that um, all the way from 2018, when my father passed away, I've just been trying to sort myself out and meeting you was just like such an amazing um, breath of fresh air, energy, your sense of love and collaboration and um, learning as well, like your zest for learning new things and trying new things and being so fearless 
just is it's just that other person kind of you know we all trade off our moments and i think that other person catching what what your weaknesses are and bringing them up to a strength stronger is so so much fun i mean you know it's just it's just been so much fun to do this with you and we met in a in a zoom (laughs) not well we didn't meet on zoom but we met well we got to back up we met yeah, yeah, that's right. And I was thinking about that the other day. I know we're talking about the journal, but just a little sidebar on how we met and why we're so grounded in each other's lives. We met on that Facebook group. It was a women's entrepreneurs helping women entrepreneurs grow. It's a long title. And in fact, I might have got it wrong. But in any event, whatever. I was thinking about that. I had only been a member of that group for maybe two days. Did you know that? Uh, same. I, I had I just, joined and I was oh, like, oh, what is okay. this? And then I saw you. That's so funny. Yeah. So we met on this group and people were putting out um, encouragement or questions, advice and helping one another, this collaboration of women on this Facebook group. And somebody had written, what do you want to learn next? And I had written in, I I know I'm behind the times. I'm probably the last person that doesn't know how to use Zoom, but I really need to Zoom. And, you know, lots of words of encouragement. Many women were like, it's very straightforward. It's very easy. You can do it. All of that which was very kind, but not overly helpful. And then Elizabeth wrote in and wrote to me and said, you are not alone. I also do not know how to Zoom. Let's Zoom together. And I said, perfect, let's Zoom together. When do you want to do it? And she's like, how about five minutes? And I was like, this is my girl. Let's go right now. Or maybe it was an hour, but it was the the urgency with which you responded totally spoke to me because I have – that desire to get things going right now. And in our partnership over this last year, I can see that in both of us, even if we say, okay, we're going to take a little break. Well, sorry to message you, but what about this? What about that? And we, (laughs) that's where the respect piece comes in. If one of us is like not able to answer or not able to sort of cohesively come up with stuff that we have come to that understanding where we're like, let me just throw out a bunch of ideas, but I do not require a reply in any way, shape, or form uh, while you're going through this or that. Because as we all know, we've all had a different 2020s to navigate, right, Um, for various reasons, um, without getting into that. But the way that we operate is really just this passion on fire. And I think the only thing when we have started this journal, I would say it was more like fireworks. And in that analogy, every little spark was going every little direction because we had – Honestly, what did we have? Like 500 ideas of how we were going to collaborate. We started, was it going to be a book? Was it going to be um, a podcast? Was it, what were we going to do? Because we knew we wanted to do something together. And if you remember, even in the beginning of 2020, we looked at doing events, massive events, um, because I love events and you love organizing. And together, there's so much value in events where people get to connect. However, that quickly changed when 2020 unfolded and the isolation and distancing came into play so that quickly changed so at the journal do you remember how we first conceptualized conceptualized or came to the decision of doing a journal yeah I was thinking back on that too for this and my what I remember is saying do you know how to do this <laughs> that's my recollection of myself <laughs> do you know how to do this yes <laughs> yes and honestly, that's true. And we, because we had been looking at writing a book, we still are, for the six principles in your network, Best Ever You. And so my network, Your Life Sparkles, we just have so many parallels in believing in yourself, loving yourself, and living your best life. 
And so we had been looking at writing a book and that transitioned over to a journal because we're both big journalers and we love writing and the benefits that come with journaling and writing. So it just made sense. And in looking at that format, it was very quick and we decided that we're going to use the six principles um, as the guideline, as the outline. And from there, yes, the next hurdle was how do we do this? And it took a lot of self-discovery and self-learning. And we used Lulu.com, which is a self-publishing online company that will – but you need to know how to do formatting and bringing things in. And that's where Sally was really helpful too because I feel fairly confident with computer stuff. But my learning curve when something is new, I feel <laughs> it's harder <laughs> and harder, right? It doesn't just come in a snap. And when I, what I like is if someone can sit beside me shoulder to shoulder and say – here's what you do and really show me, I'm flying. But when I have to do it on my own, it's a lot harder. So this took a little more time, but uh, every time I figured something out, I just remember writing you and being like, oh, I worked out the margins. Oh, I found how to do this. I've got the yeah. graphics coming in the right way now or whatever. And, and learning yeah. just that simple process, that was key. Um, but you were such a cheerleader for me there. And it was one of those things too, where it's sort of like one person needs to captain that piece of the puzzle because you really need someone to sort of have that, and then we could pass it back and forth. Um, but as we wrote it, yeah. it was really awesome. And that's the great thing about our connected world today in this way. Like, I don't know, did you ever feel like we were just like neighbors? <laughs> yeah. Not oh, 3,000 miles apart? Yeah, we, yeah, I love that one um, That one uh, graphic where it's like a house, a house, and then like a, a skyway between the homes. We're like, we're doing this someday. <laughs> Yes, I love oh, that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, you feel like you're you feel like you're right there, and I still I still feel that way. Um, mm-hmm. But under normal circumstances, I would have met you ten times already. I mean, I remember being on the west coast earlier in the year, and you were like, "Should I fly down?" Mm-hmm. And we thought, "Oh, we got plenty of time." And um, yeah, and I was like, "No, no, don't." And it it's kind of unfolded differently than we expected, um, for sure. But we have this. Um, um, amazing tool that seems to be resonating with people during this period of time. Yeah. And um, yeah. I, I mean, I, getting emails and Facebook from people saying, I'm so thankful that you guys put this together. I'm using this today. It's helping me guide my life and stay focused and stay positive. That's meaningful. If one person says that, but we're getting lots of people saying that I got like five emails yesterday from people um, saying how much they love the journal or they just bought it or whatever. And um, that to me is, is something meaningful because I think you and I, when we wrote this and put it all together, we wanted to do something that we both would buy, like go into a store or wherever and buy it yourself for sure and use it. So have you started using right. this yet yourself? I did. I Well, so I had a stop-go situation. So obviously I've written it, and since that time now, I have read through it. I'm not going to lie. Some of it is just me admiring it because I'm so proud of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I do, like you, I love the emails, and I, have, I love when people have bought one and send us a picture of them holding it. And I'm like, oh, that's our baby. That's our journal. We made that, and this person has it, and my heart is just bursting with joy. So in yeah. me starting it, I had started it because I thought, well, maybe I will start the process. And I did prompt one. And at that time, you and I were still looking at, we, we have a, 
exclusive Facebook group for journal owners, and the information is in the journal. If you buy it, you'll be able to join the group. And we were still at that time navigating what that group was going to look like and what that group was going to offer. And so I actually stopped after Prompt One. And it's so funny because I recently went back to Prompt One, and even only a month later, I now have a, an answer that I would like to tweak, that I would like to make a little bit difference, different. And I think that's one of the things that is, you know, so neat about journaling is that there's no right or wrong answer or path. You exploring you and you change all the time. So it was kind of neat for me to see that. And so then I decided to do a full stop. And what I'm doing is just letting it marinate. I'm just flipping through, looking at questions in advance and sort of letting my brain engage because your brain will do this wonderful thing where it has information and it thinks about questions and it thinks about answers and I think there's some value in that time too so I know folks have written and said what do we do do we start the journal do we wait if you already have it and my answer is really that's up to you if you are someone that wants to jump off the and get started then go for it and when we get to that conversation and guided piece in the Facebook group if you are deciding to join that you can either flip back or redo that question or like there's no right or wrong way and if you're someone that would rather sort of sit back and wait and we have now announced that we're starting that on September 8th so that's really exciting and we'll talk more about what that looks like in a minute but yeah in looking at but it's the same starting thing. it it was a stop go <laughs> yeah I did the same thing I started and stopped and mostly because I wanted to I wanted to actually use the journal and see if it was kind of funny. I'm like, I wonder if we did this right, you know, kind of thing. Does this resonate with my brain too? Now that I see it in front of me and I turn to the page and I start writing and all this stuff, I'm like, oh, good, it does. I got kind of nervous at first. I'm like, I want to make sure this is right. And it worked for me. And then my brain kind of started um, firing on, on even more cylinders going, oh, this is going to be so much fun to have this group. And today, before we got on the show, I was kind of flipping through it, looking at the questions and deciding whether or not I was going to go for prompt two or not yet, which I think I'm going to. Um, but I was thinking about other ways to engage the community. And if you're a person that's ahead of us and we haven't started that group yet in September, I was thinking, well, if anybody wants to share anything that they've written, like sometimes people love to journal and share. Like it turns into a blog that you want to write or whatever. So there's a couple people who have been like, can I write this somewhere? And I'm like, yes, you can. Um, I would say either in the blog, in the private blog group that we have, um, which the information you just said is like in the first few pages of the journal, or I was thinking they could join besteveryou.com. And um, I'd be happy to set your permission to writer and you could um, blog with us here and there. That's a perfect idea. That's a perfect idea. That's something I love about us too, Elizabeth. We're that we're the team that says yes and you know, if someone comes to us yeah. with an idea like that or wants to share, I think that's a perfect venue. Um and if you are already in the Facebook group for the journal, feel free to share what you want. That is a space for you, a space for us. We're already active in that group. We just haven't officially started the journal, but we're putting in comments and encouragement and just sort of starting a light introductive chat but that's a great idea if people want to so if you didn't hear that elizabeth is saying you can blog you can write in on the best ever you network and um we can include details after i guess or you maybe yeah. want to include those now link 
Yeah, I, you just okay, go to bestoveryou.com and click join, and then um, send me a little email on Facebook or to Chris, and uh, we'll switch your permissions over to Writer, and then you just basically click all articles and add your blog, which um, I'll, I can give you those instructions personally or whatever. We don't just let everybody write on there. We're a little bit selective, but if you're part of our journal group um, or a budding brand, if you're an author yourself, um, you know, whatever it is, um, we're, you know, we, we sort of screen, screen our bloggers, but, um, not entirely, you know what I mean? We don't just, what we don't allow are blogs with advertising links. That is a no, no. So on our blog, you won't see any uh, ad links on any of our articles on besteveryou.com. Um, so, but that, I thought that might be a way for people to, um, share their information or, um, get involved with us. Do you, um, what else should we talk about? I was, th- I was thinking about th- ways to use the journal or why, uh, because some people are still kind of like on the fence of journals and um, yeah. people are, f- I hear sometimes the fear is, well, somebody will read it. So this is opposite of <laughs> blogging yeah. your answers or whatever, but sometimes yeah. people are afraid that somebody's going to pick up what they've written and they, and it wasn't intended for another set of eyes. So people become yeah. fearful of journals. Yeah. I have heard that, and I um, and I often wonder. Yeah, I you know what? I remember keeping a diary when I was like a young girl, ten years old, and I was I didn't want my mom to read it. So I guess I can relate to that because I remember that, and I remember really trying to hide it in my sock drawer or something. And so I feel <laughs> yeah. like that, even as an adult, it's still applicable. It's just you need to find a safe place to keep it so that your kids can't read it or anyone in your house or. Even the great thing that I like about our journal, too, it's 7 by 10, and as a woman, it fits in my handbag, and I can carry it around with me, and in fact, I have been. And so we thought long and hard about that journal size, too. So if you're more comfortable having it with you, that's a solution there as well. But in as far as any other roadblocks to journaling, like why journal, why do it, um, it's it's something that I've been a fan of for years, and I – I I change direction on how I do it. Sometimes I free write. Sometimes I get a guided journal, like what we have here with questions and prompts. Uh, Sometimes I just do little bursts and blasts on my computer. Like I am very disorganized chaos (laughs) with it. But in (laughs) writing, for me, that's one of the things I really like. It really helps me get mentally... And I, I don't want to say organized because that's not always the case, but maybe it helps me compartmentalize some of the things I'm worried about or feeling or planning or because my mind, one of the things with my mind is I feel like it's always going and I have sometimes difficulty sleeping and I have sometimes difficulty really focusing. I pride myself on being a multitasker, but sometimes it shoots me in the foot because I go this job, this job, but oh, what about this? And I can't focus. And so writing things out in a journal format where I'm like, what are the things I'm thinking and feeling helps me sort of get that nervousness or anxiety or inability to focus out of my physical being and sort of onto the pages. And that brings me a little level of like a breath. So mm-hmm. for me, that mental piece, like they're really connected and I do write a lot. So for me that, but that's come over years. I, there was a time when I didn't journal at all and 
I sort of took a break, not on purpose, but I realized when I started again, I was like, I don't think I've journaled for eight or 10 years. Started again, it was like, oh, I like this. And so if you've never tried it, I would encourage you to try it. And I think if you've never tried it, a guided journal with prompt questions is a really great place to start because sometimes people are like, well, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write to myself. And I've heard the journal advice, write to yourself like dear friend, but the friend is you about your day. And then you can write to yourself like a best friend. And that is a really great piece of advice. But if you're also like, I'm still not sure, a guided journal, which is what a guided journal is like, there's a question and then you write your thoughts about it. And that's what our journal is. We have a a weekly prompt. So um, have you had any tips on that? Like, have you heard that dear friend or ways to write or using a prompt? Like what? I think people sometimes are, um, again, I'll go back to like the fear, like the fear of wondering whether it's right or wrong or, you know, this, um, I don't, my, my personal take on any kind of journaling is it's not a place for punctuation. It's a great place for markers and crayons, even stickers, um, bullet points, short thoughts, long thoughts. It doesn't have to be like you're sitting down writing your first novel or anything like that, because even those start out on napkins half the time. I know Percolate was Percolate started out in a journal on a page with a you know a, a teapot with ABCs spouting out the teapot. You know, so um, journals are a great place to sort of you know create create ideas. Would and and they're a great place to write, you know, like write down an idea. It might might not be a complete thought, but there can be a wonderful conversational piece as well. Um, Because sometimes when you share your dreams and goals, thoughts, even if they're super lofty, um, that's how people show up for you and, and help you take action. And so I kind of use my journal as a, as a reference point of action. Like I'll have written something down and be like, oh yeah, it's almost like a, a list sometimes. So they can be lists. Um, it's kind of journals are sometimes all over the map, even within a prompt, and that's okay. Yeah. And what, I like what you just said there too about the variety of ways you can write sentences, bullet points, the markers, everything like that. I think one thing that journaling does for me is it really gives me permission mm, to great word write and say all of the things that I'm thinking because you know often when we're out living our lives talking to friends navigating work or whatever you'll have thoughts and feelings that you sort of you know you bite your tongue or you think oh I don't I I don't want to say this or I don't want to get into that or whatever it is and maybe on the on the flip side too if you're looking at you know dreams and goals those are exciting but they can also be like you sometimes want to protect them because you don't want somebody to um, criticize or or doubt your dream or even sometimes when we're not ready to share and if you have a dream and somebody says oh are you sure like the littlest thing can really hurt your heart or derail you and a journal is a place where you sort of have this freedom and this permission to really get true to yourself and I think that's the key thing it's really for you it's for nobody else. So and so when you're talking about that journaling being, you know, people are worried about somebody reading it, I think the first thing you want to do is find a place for that to be a safe space, a safe space that you're writing. Maybe, you know, find a place in your life, whether it's at your home or over in a coffee shop or out in the park or whatever. Find a safe space where when you're writing, you know you can 
honor yourself and honor the journal and just really dig in without those interruptions or those things. But yeah, yeah that permission for yourself um, is, is I think something that really comes out in journaling and it takes a little time when you're new sometimes even to be that honest to yourself about what you really want, because we put up hurdles, you know, it's really hard sometimes to say, um, well, that you honestly yeah. want in your life because the self-doubt comes in. But journaling can be a really great starting point. If you can get honest on the page, get honest in that bullet point, get honest on that napkin, that can be the first little crack, that first little space that you're allowing for that dream or that thought to manifest. Totally agree. And then we were talking before we went on air about like comparing our lives to other people um, in their TikTok moments or their Instagram moment or whatever. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about a picture I posted of my, of myself, which I'm not a real big, I'm, I'm not, I, if you look at my Instagram, it's not filled with a whole lot of selfies, but every once in a while I'll do something. And I was just, it, this wasn't really about me. It was more about the t-shirt that you created in the mug. I love that t-shirt and mug. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try and take a picture of myself in this. <laughs> somehow with a t-shirt and a mug together and um, everybody's like oh I love that picture oh I love that picture and I'm like thinking okay five minutes after that my hair was on top of my head my makeup was off and I was in the pool (laughs) you know and um, so those moments it's not like I'm you know you're we're walking around in ball gowns every second of the day and uh, I I just think that I don't know I just think journals allow any kind of journaling, whether it's a video journal or an, you know, we're journaling on Instagram and Facebook also when you're posting pictures of your life and so forth. It's just sort of a different form of journaling. But I, I think people become afraid. Uh, Again, I'll go back to that fear thing because you're wondering, okay, if I post that, is it as pretty as somebody else or is this or that or whatever it is, is my moment as great as theirs? And I don't know that it needs to be. Because in the background, sometimes you might post this great picture and then five minutes later be bawling. Maybe not yeah. five minutes later, or maybe, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But the, the peaks and valleys and the emotional reality of where you are, you know, we've talked about this before too. Social media is not designed for that, all of that. Social media is really designed for the peaks, but not the valleys for the most part. And people yeah. celebrate their my hair was just done. I just went for lunch. Look at this great food. Look at this new puppy. Look at this wonderful day at the lake. I know I do that. I do a lot of sharing of the positive and wonderful things that happen in my life because those things that are a little more heart heavy or frustrating. um, First of all, I don't want to post them because I'm not trying to invoke, I don't know, um, attention. I don't want anyone's pity, but even sometimes it's, it's private and it's personal. So I want to protect my heart and, and not have somebody, you know, even if I write something good and someone goes, Oh, well, that color is really not that good on you. If I'm feeling good and I go, Oh, well, that's your opinion. That's fine. But if I'm feeling low and I post something and then there's a comment that's hurtful on top of it, it's a lot harder to navigate. And I think we protect ourselves with that. You know, people are critical of social media and they say, Oh, it's only showing you the highlight reel. And it's true. But there's a reason why. And, I, you know, so it's hard to not compare. But I think that is a good reminder is to just really be true to yourself and try to um, keep in mind that, you know, you're only posting your best and so is everyone else. So when you are comparing, because we're human and we can't help it, 
try to remind yourself that there's peaks and valleys in that person's life too, because no one is perfect. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's one of the things about that I love about the open Facebook group that we created, the, the conversations one, that is a very lovely group of people who show up for one another. Vulnerable. There are vulnerable posts in there. Yeah. And what I love is the way we um, encourage and inspire that community everyone comes there with their best foot forward. It's supportive and uplifting and uh, people do really put thoughtful comments and replies to one another. And I really appreciate that. I think that is what the world needs more of, you know, and that is something too, that it's, you know, people say, Oh, careful, don't be on social media too much. But I, I think that maybe what we should be saying is be more strategic in what you're choosing to do on social media. If you're mindlessly scrolling for hours, that 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 becomes a, a thing that wastes your time. But if you're choosing to be part of a group that brings love and joy and shares difficulties and lifts each other up, I think there's a need and a space for that, especially in these times when we can't socially get together in the same way that we used to. Having almost like this outreach group be accessible to everyone is just really a blessing. You yeah. know? And the journal and the journal kind of um cranks it up a little bit of a notch to help people move into action mode. So you learn the six principles and then like, let's say you want to lose 50 pounds or you want to change a career or change a location or uh, learn how to do something or, you know, whatever it is, the possibilities there are, are endless. We would have a whole other show about that. The journal and the private Facebook group are, are in maybe intended and you can correct and add here, but intended to kind of foster action. Yeah. Yeah. And even if the first action is just writing about it and bringing it to a next level of consciousness, we have thoughts about our lives all day long and what we're doing, right? We're constantly thinking, but taking pen to paper is that very first step of action. And then when you can really look at what you've written and reflect on what you've written and be honest with yourself, that's when you can be open to making changes or improvements. And sometimes I think people look at that word change and they think, oh, that's going to be so huge. But we talk about change on the, on the positive side of things in across the board. But so many times too, if you're doing something that's wonderful in your life, we want you to recognize it, celebrate it and amplify it. So the change in that case is doing more of it and teaching others and sharing. And I think that's, something that's unique about us and best ever you and your life sparkles is bringing that idea of change into a not as scary and more positive framework. And yeah. the fact that it can be done um, successfully without the burden of that being such a big, scary word. It doesn't have to be negative. Yeah. It could be doing like exactly mm-hmm. what you just said, like more of, of uh, good, you know, more greatness, you know, if you're a great, cookie baker or whatever it is, you know, more of that and bigger, you know, taking that idea and making it bigger if you want to, or business or brand or, you know, so it doesn't have to be something, um, you know, negative for sure. And I also think, do you, do you keep seeing this too? You know, um, you know, we already are all, we've talked about this a lot, but we already are all dealing with so much change with the pandemic happening that it feels like 
we've you know, got enough change now, thanks, you know, kind of thing. And so um, we ha- we talked about that amplify, like whatever you had going on before, you might have a, a lot more of or less of during this period of time, depending on how you are doing things. But now might not be a wonderful time to completely change everything about yourself because we're already dealing with a big one. Right. And so something about that too is there's two types of change, change that you, that you, and change that's been thrust upon you. And certainly the pandemic has been thrust upon us. That's not change that we predicted or who does like a year plan or a five-year plan or a vision board for their next year. Nobody wrote this in. (laughs) And change that doesn't. Hey, pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. And if you probably didn't write it for sort of eight months now or whatever we're coming into. And so change that you didn't choose, you still have to navigate it. And change that you do choose, how do you navigate that? And those are two uniquely different things, but both have, uh, both need to be sort of well, (laughs) like thought out or, I mean, I guess you can't. So for me, I had the change for me that I couldn't, navigate or choose was my husband passed away this year from cancer and I would have predicted it I didn't plan for it I didn't choose it and now I have this change where I don't have him and my choices in navigating that now are so different and a lot of days are really hard and a lot of days I just don't know which way is up or which way is down making choices to get out of that each day and pick up the phone when someone calls or answer the door when someone comes by. And those are these little tiny choices that I'm making to make sure that I'm navigating this change in a, in a healthy way so that I don't box myself out from the world and feel more alone than I already. I mean, I, I literally am alone right now. We, we were just the two of us in this house, but, but, you know, so navigating that, I didn't want to choose it, but I, how I now make the choices around that, that's important and it matters. And it's been, it's mm-hmm. been hard. I, you know, I value that positive mindset and I value those long-term things where I'm like, I need to take care of myself because I still matter and I'm still here. And that, that's been hard. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. The, I'm, I always tell you that though, and almost probably every day to the point of being annoying <laughs> where I'm just like, I love you so much and I'm so proud of you. And um, yeah, we, we have a lot of conversations of, about what's happened and, and so forth. I'm, uh, I love seeing your family around you. You're surrounded by love. And I think that's so important. Yes. I'm very blessed with that. And my family does, the mixture of emotions beautifully. We can have joy Mm. in the cloud of grief. We can have celebration. My nephew turned six um, the day before Ben's memorial and we had a birthday party and I was like, that's great. I can't wait to go to this birthday party. We can celebrate being six today and we can be sad tomorrow. And of course I was sad at the birthday party. I couldn't just turn it off, but I was able Mm. to have a cupcake and watch kids play. And there was joy in that. And I really appreciate that blend. And I know that's, something that my family does really well is feeling all of the emotions and letting them be, but not shutting out the good things because something hard is here. Yeah. So we've, we've talked about, how we've, my nephew who, Oh, go ahead. 
No, no. Keep going because we love the nephew story. Sorry about my nephew. He turned six. Um, we went to visit some puppies, and I said, "When you would you ever like a dog? What kind of dog would you like?" And he's six, and he says, "I would really like um, a husky dog when I grow up, when I'm a man, but only if my wife allows it." <laughs> so cute. It was very cute. Cameron yeah. Garino. Oh. Cameron Garino wants a husky yeah. dog, and the kid's allergic to dogs. Oh. It's like, oh, I don't yeah. know how you're going to do yeah. that. Maybe they'll have an allergy-free husky dog by then. Um, he loves those maybe, dogs. Maybe. Everybody, so you had husky puppies around you? Oh, my goodness. No, the puppies were oh. mastiff, but we were just talking oh, okay. about dogs that he would like. But it was really oh. – it was my sister-in-law, and I went up there for – she said, come for puppy therapy. And you can't not have a little slice of joy when you see nine puppies. So no. that was yeah. – that was also a little joyful thing, but anyways, thanks for letting me sidebar, but back to journal, you know, another thing that I was going to mention when we talk about why journal and why do it, it's very accessible and it's very inexpensive. Oh yeah. That's a really good point. Pick up a journal. You can, you know, there's some, a lot of things take a lot of money or you've got to travel, you know, go to get to your gym every day or get to your, whatever class you might be doing, whether it's pottery or art, but you can journal anywhere. So the accessibility, like I said, I travel with mine in my handbag. I always have a notebook of some sort in my handbag. Right. And I never know when I'm going to want to write notes. <laughs> and so the accessibility is, is really big. But then the inexpensive, inexpensiveness as well. I think those are two things that are just sort of on the uh, checklist of why journaling is also good. That, I, you know, we talked about the heartfelt things and the mind connection things. But just on the logistics side. Yeah, and, That's and as that we're journaling. well, and this this journal in particular has that free guidance weekly from us, and so I I think that's a different aspect to most journals as well, where you can go into a private group and have um, free weekly guidance. And I think one of the other things too is we're not approaching that as like we know everything. Join us, you know, we're going to guide you through this. You know, I have a healthy notion that we're all going to be guiding each other because I always learn so much from other people. And I was almost, I was thinking right now, I just wrote down, boy, wouldn't it be neat if within that group, we teamed people up if they wanted to be, and maybe they'll do it themselves where they share their journal prompts, like pick up the phone. And, and I just have a feeling it'll be like a community within a community within a community. Yeah. And that is what our goal was, is was to create a space for sharing because there is magic and strength in sharing stories and sharing thoughts. And so I think that will evolve beautifully. And that's the thing is I'm, we are sort of your navigators, but we are not the, yeah, you're right. It's going to evolve as we go through it and as we get to know folks in the group and as different people share or, you know, whatever sort of happens, we're open to that. And we just want to like the word guide is just so perfect for me because I think, and for you, because I think that is definitely a skill. I mean, you have a huge coaching background, but this is kind of different because it's not as specific, wouldn't you say? It's a little more fluid. I, yeah, and, and I love that because um, I, I have a lot of trouble giving people advice. I do not like to do that. I love to, I love to put up questions and so forth. Unless you specifically really ask me for what I think you should do, I'm probably not inclined to do that because I, in my experience, most people do not take it um, or they, or, so what I say is I, I'll give you some advice, but please put your own twist on it. Don't just take my advice, mm-hmm. apply it, you know, like here's maybe what I would do, but give it your, give it your own special twist and flavor and make it yours and own it. 
or, or leave it and just be like, that was really bad advice or whatever. And that happens because, you know, you don't know everything about everyone perfectly, especially in a, in a coaching practice and, and maybe a little bit in this environment, unless people are super willing to share every detail and nuance of their life. Um, then you can maybe give a little bit better advice. So I, I kind of like the guidance a little bit better, but you know, before we go, um, we've got like four minutes left. Um, I wanted to, to sort of go down that assurance path with you of un- making sure that people understand that we, that we understand that people are walking around with a multiple things playing in their background. Um, and I, I just really still believe after my father died and that lady helped me in the grocery store randomly and gave me a hug and knew that I was grieving. I just, it dawned on me that people are probably walking around with multiple stressors, uh, maybe not one, maybe five, maybe two, maybe none that day in that moment or whatever. But it, I just am hope that we all um, encounter each other with that deep sense of compassion and kindness, like you always say, and gratitude, foster collaboration, love, you know, all those things. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. People are carrying a lot more than they usually are. And I would resonate those same sentiments that if all you can do today is share your smile and be kind, kindness and those little moments those become the big moments and those are the things that matter. And so we talk about navigating ourselves with love and gratitude all the time. And so if you are someone out there who needs to feel that love, Elizabeth and I are here with you and we will send you a virtual hug right now. Um, And if you're Mm -hmm. someone who is conflicted in your day about how to go about your, or you're just struggling, you're not alone and it's going to be okay. Those are my final kind thoughts or words for you to think about, I guess, as we are signing off. And uh, I think that that you are not alone is just such a big one. It's been huge for me right now. Um, Feeling not alone has been huge. And it's not always possible. There are still moments I feel alone. But then I'm reminded of something that I'm not alone. And then I feel alone. And then I'm reminded of something or somebody reaches out to me. And it is sort of that roller coaster. So if you are carrying around a lot, you are not alone. Very good point. Um, Mike, I couldn't agree with you more. You are not alone. And um, so we're going to, we're going to kind of wind up just a little bit here. We did get asked a question uh, or a bunch of questions. We're going to follow up with questions after the show, um, just out of respect for a lot of the things that, um, you know, all the changes we're, we're personally navigating and so forth. We're not going to, keep on the phone too long here. What's next for us? Um, we've been getting that at, we've been getting asked that a lot. And we've also been getting asked, can we help you write your book? Uh, we will have better answers to the, to those questions in the next probably six or eight weeks as we start to do our journal and, and navigate what's next for us as well. Um, we are the authors of seven books between us now, Chris Fuller um, Seven books between us. We both we both have Amazing. more books coming out. Yeah, children's books coming out. You have a, a, a another book. We both have books coming out through Waldorf Publishing. But as for right now, um, we would like to direct you to the journal on Amazon. Um, the links are on with the show and in our communities and so forth. Uh, we've had a lot of people buy it as gifts and buy it for their entire 
offices. And I know offices aren't together, but we had one gal by 25 of them, and she shipped them out to her employees. How cool is that? That's awesome. That is yeah, so awesome. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Anything, anything else? Kindness, love, gratitude? No, I hope everyone has a beautiful day. I hope that you um, find joy in the little things. And I just, uh, yeah, hugs and kisses to everyone listening and everyone out there today. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, Chris. Thank you for taking time to be here. It matters uh, so much. I'm, I'm glad that you did this. Thank you for Thank that. you. And um, I hope that you guys all um, find our journal. It's called Best Ever You, 52-Week Journal to Your Bravest, Boldest You. Chris Fuller is the CEO of Your Life Sparkles at yourlifesparkles.com. What's your personal website again? Is it Chris Fuller author or right? Do you know what? Which Just, one is it? I've got, oh, brother. <laughs> right now, I'm just I'll find it. That's blank. okay. I, it, That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, I'll oh, write it down. Sorry. I'll make sure everybody has it. And then uh, mine's elizabethgarino.com and then besteveryou.com slash journal. You can find more about the journal. But basically, we collaborate. All the information is on all of our websites. And then um, we're directing people to Amazon. If you'd like to buy the journal, we also love your reviews. Oh, my goodness gracious. We have some amazing reviews. Yes. And also, one last thing before we go, the journal is available on Amazon in all the different countries, uh, continents. <laughs> We've got There's Amazon Japan. The journal is available there, too. I just saw that today. So um, you can leave reviews and buy it wherever you are, and uh, we're grateful. So thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, Chris. I hope you all have a wonderful day. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. Love you all. Thanks for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with Best Ever You. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.